you get a text from Jackson Jones, star wide receiver and Beatle person, uh, saying, I can get you Mr. Bliss. And that is where we left off last night. And that is where we pick up today. You all have a couple of options ahead of you. There is going to the Church of Biogenesis and doing a little undercover mission to gather some intel on what's going on there because you all believe that Baron Nightcloak or somebody at, at Biogenesis is responsible for Lazarus's lack of, of judgment here. Or you can follow the breadcrumbs, ye old breadcrumbs, to Jackson Jones. And see how he can get you, Mr. Bliss. We have two major villains here. And only four episodes in which to thwart their plans. We can do them all. Baron Nightcloak's going to take off his mask. He was Mr. Bliss as well. They're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know. It's all the same guy. It can't be that easy. No, it will not be that easy. <laughs> uh, it, it is actually very possible. Possible. I'm going to tell you guys right now, it's very possible that uh, this season ends with them only catching one of these people. We'll see if I can make it work. But No, we got it. We got this day. Oh, you can. You guys can figure it out. It's fine. Let's go. It's Let's fine. Go. So what are you guys going to do? Jackson Jones just sent the text. Proceed. All right. Are we ready to go to the church? Jackson just reached out to me. He says that he can help us take down Mr. Bliss. Oh. Um, I am going to... Point of order. Yeah. Does Gracie, a.k.a. Labyrinth, know who you're talking about when you say Jackson? You, Good question. So he talked about I talked about a beetle person. Yeah. And I could, you said, like, it's Jackson Jones. Yeah. And... I mean, I, I certainly think I would have kind of filled her in you're the filling process her in of that, okay. that right. com- conversation of, Proceed. like... Okay. That's There's a kid that goes to Melkody and high. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that, but I'm just trying uh, to see how much longer we're going to hold off Labyrinth realizing you're Zaclopedus. That's it. I suspect. Remember? I know. There's okay. There's, there's you haven't gotten enough. I even called him Zach. I mean, but I don't know that he noticed. Zach thinks he's hiding it pretty well, but then again, he has an awareness of one. <laughs> <laughs> he's hiding it horribly. <laughs> In fact, most of the time you aren't masked. You're just <laughs> you just don't even remember. Many people have discovered who you are over the course of this game. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's one of the worst kept uh, <laughs> secrets in Solus Bay. They're like uh, he keeps on pretending he's not. But. What I like about it is the villains. There's villains who clearly know who you are, and like nobody cares because they're like it. It doesn't bother him, so we can't even hold this over him. He wouldn't. Wait, which villains know who I? Well, the Baron Nightcloak, maybe. Yeah, Baron yeah. Nightcloak, I think. That's one. Jackson. Yeah. If Jackson he's a villain. is well, Jackson. on the he's, fence. He's in know. the gray area as to whether or not mm-hmm. he's a villain. But I'm sorry, I'm in the way here. Uh, Continue. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna text Jackson back and say, "That's amazing. W- will you be at school tomorrow so we can?" talk about it in depth and very quickly you get a text back saying has to be tonight 9 p.m there's a warehouse he'll be there what time is it we said it's like it's like 3 30 4 o'clock 3 30 or 4 okay yeah i'll say send me the address and i'll also just kind of ask him details about like does he know how many people are going to be there you know is is there any moment of vulnerability he thinks that uh, would be an opportune time to take him down. He says he's selling some merchandise 
and it's so important that he has to be there personally. Uh, I'll share all this with Labyrinth, but also with the caveat of like, this could easily be a trap. Yes, that was Labyrinth's thought. Okay, that could be a trap. There were a lot of people with Mr. Bliss last night as well. We definitely don't want to split up on this. I don't want you to go alone. And uh, I take out my phone and I am going to look up um, what is the schedule on the Church of Biogenesis. It says Tuesday night potluck <laughs> today. <laughs> At what time? Seven to nine. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, they'll be open. We could be around and then leave a little early. Be like, oh, we didn't even know you were going to have a potluck. Um, how, how close are is the church to where this warehouse is, that Jackson? You'd have to go down the coast. So, like, the church is on the north side of the city. And then yeah. on the about midway down the coast, you'd just be doing kind of a almost a straight line down. Okay, so but like on on a motorcycle, how long would it take us to get from one to the other? We'll call it forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. Okay, so we need to wrap up by Traffic's seven. Pretty by eight fifteen. Okay, pretty tight. All right, it's a very popular thoroughfare. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna set a couple alarms on my phone to. Uh, well, that's <laughs> why don't we do this? We'll we'll go at like we'll meet there at six. Yeah, the potluck starts at seven. That doesn't mean you That's have to right. be there. I'm sure people will be seven. there setting up or like people would want to talk to us about biogenesis and we can start getting some information. But I do have to point out it is a potluck, which means oh, that we don't have it's four o'clock now. You don't have a dish. Can your mom make steaks? <laughs> I don't know that story, but that's one of the first thing that came to mind. I do know of a great gyro place that's on the way that, you know, gyro. Yeah, gyro. Yeah, I know. Gyro. It starts in the back of your mouth and comes to the front. Gyro. I'm sorry. I have a lot of powers. One of them is not to say that word, apparently. Okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, Labyrinth. <laughs> it, it hurt. Mm. What, are you Greek or something? It, I'm like, it hurts my people's ears. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, we'll pick up some food. And uh, see each other around. We'll split up, be undercover, I'll be invisible. Yeah. And then we'll head down to the warehouse. Okay. I'll, I'll get us uh, some stuff for the potluck. And uh, I guess I won't even see you in there. No. But, uh, you know, watch my back, I guess. <laughs> okay. I will. Uh, I um, t- then text Chris. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I saw that pamphlet on the table and i saw that that group is having a potluck tonight would you be interested in going he texts back you want to go to the church with me sure if you want to thumbs up cool see you at seven that won't complicate it at all (laughs) it worked out so well last time you took chris with you it it did it worked fine it worked out great he met a nice baker and everything (laughs) that is true he did okay so the plan here is for uh gracie hartwell to as Gracie Hartwell and her boyfriend on again, off again, boyfriend, Chris, to go to the church of biogenesis as a couple mm-hmm. while Lazarus, Zach Lapidus is going to a hero place to get some heroes. Heroes. Yeah. I'm going to get a pile of gyros. <laughs> Just getting a pile of gyros. 
not going to get these pile of gyros here. You're going to walk up with just like a sack, like a fast food sack. No, it's, it's going to be in one of those, you know, those tin foil, you know, like, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. One know, of those brownie aluminum. dish looking things. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But also with the fast food bag that's all greasy with the fries that come naturally with. Yeah, just them. dump the fries in. <laughs> yeah. And some pita and, you know, like little cherry tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be. But Labyrinth is going to go at six invisibly to meet Chris at seven. Okay. And do some looking around. All right. So while Zach Lapidus is waiting for his order of how many, how many, how many, how many would you buy for a potluck at a church that you know nothing about? Well, you know, like a six pack. Like a, I, six. This place, I think they, they're going to have a catering menu. Okay, you know. Okay, man. I'm, I'm ordering out the catering menu for like you know the potluck style. Uh, I need you, you know, to make meat, a meat willpower. Shavings. I need you to make okay. a willpower check because you're asking for a catering company to drop their shit at dinner time. No, he's talking about the catering menu. I need like, menu. Like, they I'm have not, to, I'm not ordering a ton. I'm just ordering one of those. One of those it doesn't matter. Dishes. It's still a ton. No, it's dinner time. It's dinner time. It's rush hour. They're they're handling stuff, and right. they've got to right. they've got to make like thirty check. of these we'll euros for you guys. We'll see how much how how many euros they're able you to talk make me into me. it. You got to sweet talk the euro guy. Okay. All right. Well, power it is. That's a nine. That's it's not bad. Nine total. Mm. See what my euro guy. He has godlike willpower. I rolled. <laughs> All right. He says, listen, my friend, you came in a little too late, but w- what is this for exactly? What, you, what is the, the rush? Uh, I'm going to a potluck and I, I didn't have time to make something and I, I, I love your food and I, I thought people should enjoy it. He says, I can give you like 12, 12 euros. Is that all right? This is as good as it's going to get. Yeah, that, that'll work great. And, and like a side salad. Uh, thanks. Just one side salad for you. <laughs> Just a personal side salad. <laughs> you know, you then, you know I, I don't want to leave out any vegetarians, so I'll get a single a, side it's salad. It's one of those clear clamshells <laughs> with, like, lettuce. By the way, that's the most <laughs> zillennial thing. Is it really? Your, I, I don't know. know. Like, just like, oh, I have to think of everyone because someone yeah. on TikTok will see that I brought only euros and nothing You're gonna for the vegetarians. You're going to set down three bags of euros. Oh. And then a clear clamshell that is mostly taken up by the ranch dressing cup that's inside of it. And the whitest part of the iceberg lettuce and a few shavings of carrot. There it is. My friend and I have been having this debate. It's gyro, right? Maybe I've already sold these. Maybe throw in another tin. Are you blackmailing me because I mispronounced the food? Maliciously black, <laughs> maliciously mispronounced. I would say, you know what you did. You said you loved our food. That was part of what you said to make that willpower check earlier. Was that you loved it? And I'm not feeling the love in that pronunciation. I can love the taste without knowing how to how to pronounce it. Teach me, Sensei. Teach me, Kiro Sensei. <laughs> Teach me. Teach me the ways. It is true that taste transcends all languages. 
Mm -hmm. And more so than taste is $10 extra. (sighs) Uh, Zach is feeling scammed here, so he's sheepishly going to hand him... (laughs) Scammed? Scammed? Yeah, he's getting blackmailed. (laughs) He's he's getting upcharged just because he made a faux pas in pronunciation? He says, aren't you the kid from... (laughs) Aren't you the kid for that 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 exposed Nick Northcutt? Exposed. Right. Zach's about to go to the sandwich shop next door. This is ridiculous. Do you want me to ask my daughter to go on loop and talk about your offensive use of gyros? I'm just asking for ten dollars here, buddy. Uh, ten dollars extra, like on top of what he's already paid him. That's right. Just ten. Zach doesn't like this guy much anymore, so he's he's gonna make a little ten dollar bill out of some polys. Oh, stick it in the tip tip jar. Dirty dog. I appreciate it. It was only ten dollars, and it goes towards cancer research. <laughs> now Zach pulls out an actual ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer research, right? It's been very near and dear to my heart ever since my child was afflicted with leukemia. Well, you should take an extra 10. Wait, I need and- Jay to roll something for this <laughs> amount yeah. of emotional damage. Like, what the hell are you doing to him? All right, all right. We'll move on from this. I got what I wanted out of it. Seriously. Let's be no, some superheroes, Jay. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> So, Labyrinth, the Church of Biogenesis is this round building. It's a circular building, and there is a spire at the top of it around the center. It looks almost like an antenna, like a satellite antenna. You're not really sure what that does, but uh, you've heard that they do uh, TV communication stuff out of here. There's like an actual studio inside as a part of the whole the whole church you pull up to a park on your bike and the there is a park that leads to the building and it's full of these bushes that have been cut into different shapes so there's like a bush that looks like a family and people there's another bush that looks like skyscrapers another one that looks like like airplanes really intricate bushwork happening you're on it tonight. At the Church of Biologists. <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, I've been looking forward to this all week. So you're walking up that way, and you can see that there's a, uh, double doors, glass doors of this building. The building looks like it's made out of glass, but you can't see through it. Like it's kind of a glass overlay. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. Uh, it's not just tinted glass. Like it's just opaque but glass looking and you get to these double doors and you can see one of those real real, real quick sorry oh that's right you're invisible so what do you want to do how do you want to approach this building i I apologize so first of all i do i do come on my black bike black bike on my labyrinth bike as labyrinth but i do have under my cloak stuff that gracie can wear okay so i can uh, i hide my bike in an alley nearby lock it up and then um, I do want to kind of do a perimeter and but 
probably about 5.30, 5.45-ish. I want to see if I can find like security cameras on the outside. I do want to say that there's no there's no real alleys here because this is a very open, open area. Mm-hmm. There are like horse stables nearby uh, that okay. are a part of a different... That's a whole different deal. Okay. So yeah, there, it's it's not it's not congested like a city here. It's very open. Is there like a parking lot and stuff then? Yeah. Okay. You want to park your labyrinth mobile in the? No. Are there other parking lots? Are there other parking lots? Yes. Okay. For I'm the beach. Them. Okay, I'm gonna three park miles away. Park there. I'm kidding. All right, I'm having too much fun. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you're you're getting very. <laughs> He's ready to rumble, Dave. He is ready to just be an antagonist. He came with the snark today. He <laughs> came know. with the snark. He is ready to just beat us down. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready too. I'm ready too, Jay. Um, yeah. Uh, I go park in a parking lot and I come and I'm looking for some security cameras, yo. Yeah, so, they got plenty go. of those. Everybody sees you. Everybody. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I mean, I'm not invisible at this point. Yeah, it's. It's what it's six o'clock. The sun is almost setting. You're strolling up as Labyrinth to the Church of Isle of Genesis. Is that what we're doing? No, I guess not. Um, I'm going to be invisible. Yes, but as Gracie. So you're invisible, but you look like Gracie, and you're walking up to the Church of Isle of Genesis. There are a set of double doors. There's one mm-hmm. of those metal signs with the black ridges, and you put the little letters on it. it says Podluck tonight, right outside. Does it have open close hours? Like, is it open? You can tell that there are people going in and out mm-hmm. with tables, fold-up mm-hmm. tables. They're setting up in the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you going to go in? I mean, you can tell yeah. it's it's busy right now because they're it's setting busy, up then, yeah, the... I'm going to go in, like, after someone or as somebody's going in. When you enter the inside, you see that there is a woman, and mm-hmm. she has a white dress with uh puffy shoulders it's it's kind of an old-timey dress it looks very vintage and she is directing traffic of uh of the the workers that are setting up so she's guiding them towards a banquet room that's off of this main lobby and inside this main lobby is a lot of greenery and a huge fountain in the middle of the room that has a moss-covered rock with a waterfall going mm-hmm. that's running into the fountain, and that's what's being cycled over and over. But even even more impressive is a eight-foot-tall statue of Clayton Collins, the head of the church. has a stone cape and cane, and he has one foot on top of a rock, and he looks stoic, as though he is an explorer discovering new forbidden lands. And that's what you see in this room. There's also an alcove. Uh, there's like a check-in desk, and uh, where you see like a security guard who's looking <laughs> at uh, a magazine. And every once in a while, he'll look over at the cameras. He's got the little monitors on his desk, and you see there's an alcove with elevators. There's two elevators. There's one elevator that looks like it goes to regular. And then there is a different elevator that is roped off. Okay. And there is a security guard sitting in a chair right next to that elevator. Oh, really? Yeah. The -hmm. building is only three floors Mm -hmm. tall. I mean, it's a a big building, but it is only three stories high. Okay. So there's an alcove for elevators. Is there, are there any stairs? 
Are there? Yeah, there's Visible. there's stairs. Okay. They would be to the left of the security guard desk. Okay. And there's different stairwells that lead up to uh, meeting rooms on the second floor from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the the exit off to a, there's a couple different exits from here that lead to like the banquet hall and some other places on this floor that you're not really sure where it goes. Yeah, I'm gonna go upstairs quietly. Are you going just up like the the kind of curving stairwell in this room? Yeah. Or are you trying to go through like the the fire escape stairwell? No. By the curving security stairwell. Desk? Yeah. Curving stairwell. All right. You start walking up that. You get to the top, and there's a balcony, a railing system that you can look down on everybody. You can see the statue. You you uh, see these glass window panes, and there's a library up here, so you can see uh, shelves and shelves of books, and there's people inside the rooms who are studying is there are there any doors off anywhere else not up here the only other doors lead to like individual study rooms okay where people can like get a a small six by six room and privately study can you can i go up to the third floor from from these no from this floor can I? from from this stairwell okay. no you would probably need to either do the fire escape or you need to okay use can the elevators to- maybe yeah, are those around? That's that's what I'm asking. Is like, can I get to the third floor from this area? I guess. Nope. So oh. you'd have to come down and go to the elevator. You can't access them from that library area. Okay, I don't want to do that. I right. can I get to the third floor from this area? No. From this floor. Okay. S- still so not. I have to go back down. No, I was looking for a way to get upstairs without being noticed, um, without having to like dig in front of everybody else downstairs. But no, I guess I'll go back downstairs and then go to the fire escape. Yeah. The fire stairs. Mm-hmm. It's a big metal door and it's right next to the security guard desk. Is anybody going in and out? No. Is anybody using the elevator? No. You just see the security guard sitting by the elevators. There's a separate security guard by the elevators. Just that one that's in that roped-off area. Cool. People are still going in and out of the building? Yeah. Okay, screw this. I'm going outside and going to the top. <laughs> Good call. We'll cut all of that stuff out and just get to where you go on top of the building. <laughs> Is that what you want? You want to try and figure out a way to climb up to the top of this building? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm not... I need to think this through. So I need to find where there are no cameras. Or no, like, there's not a good view of the camera, a blind spot. You're just looking for one spot that's that's good for that? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for it? You want it to be on top of the roof? No, on the side of the, like, where? Can it be anywhere? I don't, I don't know what we're getting at here. I, I want to be able what to climb the building here? without a camera seeing me climb the building. Okay. Yeah. Give a give an intelligence check to see if you can find a place. Okay. Can I use investigation? Yeah. Okay, so that'll be a 10. Okay. You can find a spot that is absolutely a blind spot that you can do what? Uh, try and climb up. So I know that this is glass, but is it like... It, I don't think it would be sheer glass. There might be some ledges somewhere. Yeah, it'll be hard. I figured as much. Would you like to try and parkour your way up here? I would like to try and parkour my way up there. Hey, give me a roll. All right. As you try to uh, Jackie Chan your way up the side of this building. Okay. Uh, Nice. Um, 15. Holy shit. That's a a seven... (laughs) So a massive success, you're able to get to the top. And you can just describe for me what it is you want to do for this next part because it's such a huge success. Nobody, like, you find a path that is absolutely blind alley for their security cameras. You get to the top, what do you want to do? So you said it's got like a dome and a 
in like a satellite spire or a radio spire? It's not dome shaped. The whole building is round as in like it's a That's what it was. That's it's what it was. a donut. Okay. okay. And But there is there is a flat top and and a communications antenna on the top. Is there a door? Yeah, there's one of those like Okay. doors. What am I we'll saying? Try. I don't Go know. Go try the door. Saying. It's locked. Yeah, I'm going to hit it with a fee blast. All right, I made my roll. Roll your um, coordination. It's an eight because I rolled a one. What's the what's the the power level for your blast? Eight. It is an eight too. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ex- <laughs> you pop the like. This is what you do. You channel your fee blast so that it pops the door uh, handle off the door, and so now it's just like a hole, like, nice. uh, and you can just. Use your finger and pull the door open. Okay. And then I kind of like put the doorknob kind of sitting there in the hole. So it, so it looks like it's not broken. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> Where am I? You're in a stairwell <laughs> that leads down to the third floor. Okay. I'll go. Is there any other doors up here or any other doors down off of the third floor? I mean, it's a very big building. So, I mean, you, we could be going down hallways like a fucking office building all day. Okay. What do you want to find? I, I want to find. Yeah, that's a good point. I want to find. Let's just get to that part. Collins' office. You want to find Collins' office. Mm-hmm. Give me an investigation roll. We'll just cut to the chase on that. With intellect. Yeah. That is an eight. You find a directory that leads you to an area on the third floor where you just got in. That is an office that says Clayton Collins. It's a. It's not a corner office. <laughs> Because there's no corners in the building, but mm-hmm. it's a, it looks spacious. It has a big oak door. It looks very old compared to the modernity of the rest of the building. Everything else is very slick and glassy and and metal. And this door looks like it's been salvaged from like a, a library from the 1920s or something. Like it's an old old door with a glass panel that has painting on it that says Clayton Collins. Okay, is there? Anyone around or anything? No, I think a lot of the people tonight are okay. just off, like doing, yeah. just preparing so, for a good little potluck. I uh, go up to the door. Yeah. Knock on it and step to the side. Nothing happens. I try the door. It is locked. Okay. I kind of try it loudly. Oh, like trying to make a show of like yeah. how it is. Yeah. Still nothing. From behind you, you hear the sound of two voices rounding a corner. Okay, I step to the side. You step to the side. Don't back away from the mic when you say it. I step to the side. <laughs> Don't do it. I, I will. <laughs> oh, jump off the cliff. I step to the side. You step to the side and you see Nick Northcutt and Clayton Collins walking down the hall. He says, I just don't, I don't understand. I'm trying so hard to make this right. and It feels like nobody's on my side. Nobody but you all. And I think they're going to, they're stopping the movie. And Clayton Collins is just nodding, walking. He looks a little disinterested, but his nod is... Jay. What? Is there anything I can hide behind? There is a receptionist desk for Clayton Collins' secretary. Okay, I'm going to hide behind it. It's probably a good idea. He says, well, you know, um, Hollywood is full of users and abusers that take advantage of you. If only we could convert more to our cause, we could fill them with more empathy than they currently have. 
continue to do the work, and I'm sure we'll see results. And Nick Northcutt nods, and he goes, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. It just doesn't feel like my best is good enough. And uh, you hear them stop. You hear the footsteps stop. You can't see them because you're, like, tucked under the desk. So you hear their footsteps stop right in front of the desk. And he says, I have a book I want you to, to read. It's in my office. I have high hopes for you, Nick. And I think after tonight, you'll be able to realize those high hopes. And they step off, go towards the office. You hear them, the uh, keys, opening it up. And there's some shuffling around. And you hear an object pass from one hand to another. And he says, thanks, I'll make sure to, to give this a look. And he goes, take your time. Uh, so they're in the room or yeah. in his office right now? You get the impression they're like in the doorway of the office. Okay, okay. What do you want to do? If they're in thinking? the doorway, I don't want to do anything right now. If they go into the room or leave, then I will act. But I need, I think for right now I need to remain unseen. He says, I want you to go ahead and skip to chapter seven and read that. It's about faith. And I think when you finish reading that, you'll be ready for this evening. Thanks. Thank you. I'll see you downstairs. I'm looking forward to the potluck tonight. Hopefully somebody in their infinite wisdom brings us some gyros. And he, and Nick Northcutt goes, isn't it gyros? And he goes, who works for who, you son of a bitch? <laughs> they get to a fight. All that's getting cut out. Uh, they say, <laughs> hopefully they have some gyros on them. Love a good gyro. And you hear their footsteps. You hear the locking of the door and they walk away. Okay. I kind of do want to see where they walk off to. They turn a corner and down the hallway you hear the ding of an elevator. Once I hear the doors, I do the open and close and I assume that they are gone. I'm going to feed last his door. Okay. Just breaking and entering. I love it. Okay. You do so. Okay. It's a very dry, professorial kind of office. Lots of books on shelves. Um, the lighting in here is different. There's scarves and and uh, dimmer lights. You can see candles on the desk. Like maybe he works by a lamplight too. Hmm. It, it feels like you're in, in a, a room that's an antique. Like maybe... Okay, like maybe electronics aren't yeah. helpful. Are there any cameras in here? There's actually no electronic devices at all in here. There's not even a computer. There's okay. a huge... There's ledgers and notebooks on the table. Taking a look at some of those? It's nothing particularly interesting. It's very business-oriented. Names of people, entries about messages and speeches that he plans on giving. Calendars, schedules. On the calendars, do I see anything for... Specifically the Saturday. I mean, there's definitely on the calendar marking for the, the gala. Just the gala, though. He's drawn, like, stars and, and moons and, and, like, heart shapes all around it. Like, it's clearly a very important day coming up. It's written in three different colors of ink. You can see one of those pens by it that has, like, the different colors that you click down. Red, yellow, pink, green. Any books around? Tons of books. Any uh, multiples? Like multiple copies of the same book. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of look through them, specifically looking at um, any chapter sevens. Yeah, there's make another investigation roll. I'm looking. I'm looking to see if I can figure out what book Nick got. 
Seven. I rolled really poorly too. You find a book. You can see a section on the bookshelf that looks like it's been shuffled. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a book was recently pulled out. Mm-hmm. There is uh, two or three copies of a book. It's a it's an old leather bound book. So it's it, it's like multiple copies of this leathery book. Mm-hmm. And uh, you open it up. <clears throat> and chapter seven says uh, the ascension of man. I'm gonna do la- one last curse like look around, see if I can find anything that explains how this guy could do anything to Zach. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't even know what I'm looking for, but I don't either. looking for any kind of clue as to if like the fact that this guy looked at Zach and made him feel weird and maybe did something with his mind. And I don't know that he did, but yeah. but looking for any sort of clues. There's nothing really in here that's nefarious. It's all very Yeah, I don't know, like more like, you know, books that say mind control or, you know, Yeah, whatever. there's a book that says uh how I am a supervillain. <laughs> no, 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 okay. All right. Well, like I said, I do one last look and then I'm going to go out the way I came. You sneak out and it is seven o'clock. Zach, you're pulling up to this park, which I described earlier, and you can see a group of people who are um, enjoying each other's company just outside, enjoying the the early evening here in Solis Bay. You can hear the waves off in the distance from one of the nearby beaches and seagulls and stuff like that. Zach wasn't sure who to be when coming uh, up here. So on on the way, when he was alone, he was kind of like just taking a piece from this person that he did and like, a, you know, the nose from the, 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 you know, Greek restaurant owner, the cheekbones of Lima, you know, the ears of Gracie Hartwell, just all these people he's seen that kind of, kind of creating this hodgepodge unique uh unique individual male or um, female or non-binary male okay. yeah <laughs> he's got the hair from uh you know professor conrad so you know he's yeah. kind of he's kind of kind of an older guy in like his his 50s just someone that he feels is unassuming so yeah has this hot plate of uh greek meats <laughs> greek meats <laughs> Ready to be ingested. Uh, yeah, you walk up, and uh, there are people, and this woman, the white dress, puffy shoulders. It's a very old-timey-looking dress, like something that somebody would have worn on the prairie, maybe. But it's it's very well sewn, very sturdy, and she comes up, and she's got a name tag that says, Hello, my name is Doris. And she goes, Hello, I don't think we uh, we know you. What's your name? Well, hello there. My name is Richard Macon. Nick Northcutt's been a hero of mine for a long time, and I'm the janitor over at the high school at Malconian High, and when he spoke the other night, I, I really feel, felt like I needed to understand more about where he was coming from, and felt like uh, it was my calling to be here tonight. She gets very serious, because they get a lot of people who show up just for Nick Northcutt. She says, well, we're very glad to have you. And we hope that you stay not just for Nick Northcutt, but for the message. Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't even know if he was going to be here tonight. I was I was just here to learn tonight. Well, that's very nice. What do we have here? Are those euros? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but that is one of the favorite foods of our teacher, Clayton Collins. Oh, really? I I was unaware. <laughs> just my my favorite uh, Greek shop in the, in the area here. Figured... Uh, it would be rude to show up to a potluck without something tasty. Well, thank you very much for coming. Of Let course, me take Doris. you to where we can set your food down, and she guides you into the 
into the building where you see the fountain with Clayton Cullen's statue and uh, a lot of the same stuff that I described earlier. And you, uh, you're taken into this banquet hall where there's even more people who are mingling around. There's, you know, a couple of different, uh, wet bars and, uh, huge tables with, uh, different side dishes, green bean casserole. Somebody's put a, uh, uh, an intense amount of like meatballs covered in some kind of cranberry sauce. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite the spread. Zach keeps on like looking at the corners, like looking for like little drafts to see like, you know, where's Labyrinth hiding, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he feels a gust of wind, he like turns around, gives like a little knowing nod. And when you and turn that... around, you <laughs> as you're doing all this, you're turning around and you see coincidentally somebody you just met for the first time less than a week ago you see gracie hartwell she has a pretty good looking guy on her arm and they're mm. walking in to the building carrying a huge sack of chocolate donuts Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jay, and I hope you're enjoying the show so far. You might be wondering to yourself, hey, how can you show your appreciation for the work that we're doing here at Out of Depth? Let me tell you, friend, one way you can help us out is to just recommend the show to friends, strangers. Our goal is to get our stories out to as many ears as we can, so word of mouth is huge for us. Recommending the show to your friends or leaving a review at whatever site you're listening to us at, that goes a long way to helping us find and build our audience. But Jay, you may say, I've got a little coin in my pocket. I'd like to throw it your way. How do I get it from my pocket to your pocket? Well, you can go to patreon.com slash getoutofdepth and subscribe at any tier you feel comfortable for as long as you would like to. Patrons get access to some other behind-the-scenes info on the show, such as character questionnaires and my maps. They also get first access to our raw recording videos for each episode and exclusive access to our post-season Q&A, where we discuss the story and answer questions from subscribers. So if you want that kind of access to us, you're only going to get that at patreon.com slash getoutofdepth. That money helps us pay for artists and collaborators and expand our ability to create fun stories for you to enjoy. We don't do ads or paid endorsements for games, which means support from listeners just like you is absolutely vital to our growth. If you want to be a part of that, you can do it at patreon.com slash get out of depth. Thank you so much. Holy shit. And with that out of the way, let's get back to the show and see who our heroes will save today. Gracie Hartwell and Chris, Chris Person is, uh, you don't know either. He's your boyfriend. I'm pretty sure. I thought, I think it's Chris Edwards, but now I'm afraid that that's like another famous person. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My I God, got it. Chris Edwards. James. It's Chris James. Chris James. <laughs> Chris James and Gracie Hartwell are walking up to this counter where you see Doris talking to a man whose face is like a patchwork of distinct features uh this mr potato headish 
Not of that sloppy. Character. But fine. This <laughs> plastic surgeon did not do a good job. Yeah. yeah. Like some kind of... I walk in looking like Mr. Potato Head. That's, that's problematic. Uh, what has Mom? happened to this guy? Just, he's got he's got one eye that's kind of big, and then he's got an Asian eye for a left eye. He's got a Jap- He's got clearly a Japanese eye for his left eye, and then a big bulbous white person eye for the right one. Zach made a very forgettable, indistinct, <laughs> just average. He's face. completely unforgettable. You'll never ever be able to forget this. I'll never get this face seared off my brain. Ever I'm sorry, again. Zach. You you just don't have the awareness to pull off. I didn't even get a roll. I could have. There was no way to succeed. It was it was incredible. Yeah, you guys walk up and Dora says, "Oh, oh, hello, hi, welcome, Gracie, isn't it?" Yes, I'm Doris. Hi, Doris. We're all uh, big fans. I'm very excited. And Chris and she gives like a nod to Chris, like "Good job." It's very like you've brought her here. Congratulations. Yeah, he brought donuts. Oh, good. <laughs> Just set him next to those euros. Okay. Well, you two clearly don't know each other. Uh, no. Uh, this is, what did you say your name was? Kevin Rich, Macon? Was that Richard, Richard, Richard Macon. Richard Macon. Macon. <laughs> I think I was thinking like Macon, Bacon, Kevin Bacon. And I got the Kevin Macon. Richard. Oh, we all saw. We all saw that. <laughs> you were there. You all saw it. <laughs> Richard Macon hanging out with some euros. He's like. Why don't you all get to know each other and, and discuss how you ended up in this church? I'll go first, just to get the ball rolling. And she says, my grandmother was a film star back in the halcyon days of Hollywood. Oh. And she was part of the foundation of free thinkers that believed in the power of humanity. And she met very young Clayton Collins. And they ended up starting this church Years and years ago. Oh, so your grandmother was a founder with Mr. Collins? Sort of. She was with a group of people that were posing questions about what it meant to be human. And they met Clayton Collins and he took it to another. Very cool. But I guess we could consider her a founder. I just, I'm never that presumptuous. But I loved my grandmother. She was an incredible actress. And we're all very proud of her. And uh, I miss her every day. Miss her every day. Richard? I'm just a seeker of truth that's here to just uh, look into some light and and try and uncover some mysteries of the world. As you're saying that, her hand slips into your hand. And then Gracie, her other left hand, slips into your hand. And you just realize that also Chris is... And you formed a circle of hands between the four of you, standing by this buffet of euros and donuts and meatballs and jello salads. How lucky we all are. Do you feel that pulse going through our hands right now? That's energy that we're all passing back and forth. Yeah. Tonight's going to be a very, very incredible event. Oh, really? I mean, I just thought it was kind of a get together and get to know people or... It is. I mean... But we take these very seriously because every time that we have a community meeting like this, it's an opportunity to not only be more in touch with ourselves, but with the rest of humanity. And we don't take those for granted. There is such a special energy about this place. It's remarkable. 
Is there a special energy, Jay? Is there a special energy? Roll As someone with some awareness, <laughs> I'm I'm wondering. Roll for awareness. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I have. We both have our weakness. Uh, I guess that's going to be that seven. That's the highest I could possibly roll on awareness. Congratulations. <laughs> that's the best he could do. Um, you're doing just what he could do. Peak. Peak Zach Lapidus. Peak Lapidus. Peak Lapidus. Uh, you don't know, but you're starting to feel like, I don't know. You are kind of feeling the pulse through each other's hands. There's like a weird, a weird feeling of communion happening. Okay. So a uh, point of order, uh, Bear Nightcloak is not like a name one would speak aloud here. No. Or he, he's he's, no he's very much like a behind the scenes. But does Zach know that figure? <laughs> yeah. So when does Bear Nightcloak show up, guys? <laughs> I was also wondering. Just about doesn't Baron seem like Nightcloak. a name you just break out. Uh, yeah, obviously. I'm gonna, we... I'm gonna retcon my answer and say, uh, find out. <laughs> find out. Well, that's the way Zach was already feeling, so he's going to go with his gut and not just bring it up and just be a, an observer. Okay. I really had the urge, David, to be like, Gracie says, so where's Baron Knight? <laughs> Gracie. <laughs> Gracie. Mm-hmm. We know that there's been some tensions mm-hmm. between you and another member of our church, and we're really honored that you're willing to come here and break bread with us. And we hope that maybe we can heal any wounds that have been inflicted by his selfish actions. Well, that's nice to hear. And yeah, uh, I, 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 I like Nick and got along well with Nick. I think he made a big mistake. I think he took things too far. I don't think that that was the right way to do things. And... Unfortunately, there was some words passed, which got us both incensed, I guess. So I'm willing to talk if he's, he is. Well, I'm going to let you all mingle and get to know other people. I'm called elsewhere. Okay. Have a good evening. You too. She walks away. As she's walking away, you see a person passing through the hallway. Leather jacket ripped hole in the jeans at the knee motorcycle helmet on his head and he's heading towards the elevators as he's making his way towards elevators he's fumbling in his jacket pockets for something does it does it look like it's nick northcutt could be you've seen those damned jeans before (laughs) Zach, zach will walk up along next to him and just say nick i gotta say uh you're a real hero of mine and I'd be lying if I said you weren't part of the reason I'm here tonight. So you leave the banquet room and you go towards this guy who's heading towards the elevators with a helmet on, with this motorcycle helmet on, shades, and you say, Nick, you're a real hero of mine. And you just see this huge motorcycle helmet head tilt, can't see the face inside, and it just kind of (laughs) nods in your direction and faces forward. You see a security guard sitting next to one of the elevators that's been roped off and the guy leans forward like should I get involved and Nick raises a hand and waves him off and he looks back at you 
he puts his finger up to where his mouth would be on the helmet. Like he's wearing this helmet so people don't realize that it's him. You see him reach into his pocket and pull out a, a plastic card. And he starts to walk away from you towards the elevators. Nick! You say Nick and his shoulders slump. And his head tilts back looking towards you. So <laughs> you said that we we see this. And so I'm seeing yeah. this guy like giving Nick yeah, yeah. the business. Um, I'm actually going to walk up and and I say, Nick. And now he like throws his hands up in the air like, God damn, like everybody's saying my name out loud. And he turns around, he sees you and there's like a, he freezes in, in time and he takes his helmet off and he waves and he goes, hey. What are you doing here? Came in peace. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm just here for a good time tonight, but I did also come with the purpose of saying, like, I would, like, I don't, I I, I didn't like how angry you were, but I didn't have to react that way either. Sure. Maybe we can talk about it sometime when, and he looks at you and squints down at your, hello, my name is Richard, name tag. And he goes, can we talk about it when, um... Richard, is it, uh, is not around? Yes, of course. No offense, Richard. And then he holds up his helmet, which has that tinted visor, and he's like, can you guys see through this? Like, what is this? I I recognize those shoulders anywhere. Only one person walks with confidence like that. I've been working on these shoulders. Yeah. For a while. It shows. It really does. Military presses. Add them to your workout as soon as possible. I'll pull out like a little notebook and, and write it down. Of course. That, yeah. that's, that's a brilliant idea. Thank you. Well, you guys have a great evening. I've got a... Yep. And then he turns around and goes into this roped-off area. Can I have like a, a little poly of my body basically like slurp off from my from my shoe and like uh, crawl onto Nick's shoe? <laughs> I think we're going to need a determination point for that. Do you have any left? No, I don't. Oh. I don't. No, yeah, that would be a determination point. No, I used two in the... In the intense, old intense fight. Battle with Labyrinth. Have you done anything I'm that deserves determination point so far? I don't know. You did give those $10 to the <laughs> guy. <laughs> that, that was trouble. trouble. I would say you went that through some trouble. some trouble. I'm willing to give you, give you the move. Okay. I'm not really good at remembering to hand out determination points, but you probably should have gotten some because you're yeah. Zaclopedus. Yeah, I mean, it, there the was a lot of guy. trouble, even in just the decision to come here over tracking down yeah. Mr. Bliss, who I've I've been uh, sworn against. So you cho- yeah, you chose yeah yeah. All right, I'll have a little poly of my body uh, slip on to Nick. Okay. It also would kind of mean that my attention is a little diverted uh, from from being able to. You know, be full on Richard. Yeah, but uh, can't be full on Richard, dude. Can't be full on Richard. Well, I'm also yeah spying on Nick. Yeah. Do we also see me see this? This conversation? No, this Polly. It's it's like tiny, tiny. It's like microscopic. Oh, it's, right? it's not. Yeah, it's pretty little. Yeah, or, it's not microscopic, no. but it's very practically small. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. a piece of. Yeah, it would look like over. Yeah, okay. it could look like okay. just like a okay. a bug or anything, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A big purple bug. Yeah, well, I, I could change its color. Its natural state is purple. It's purple, but... Yeah, it's a little purple. It's neon purple. 
Uh, <laughs> <Sam>. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh no. <laughs> she like swats it off of Nick. You got oh, something you got on your shoulder. Ooh, ooh. What was that? <laughs> she splat this poly on his back. <laughs> And then Richard screams in pain. No! Ah! It hurts, it hurts. Um, <laughs> Alright, you hop onto his biker boot. And you... <laughs> Gracie, you notice this guy, Richard Macon, is just kind of staring blankly <laughs> off in the distance. As <laughs> Nick North gets on this elevator. This fucking guy is so weird. He had a notebook and he was taking I, notes. Yeah, I, I You've really like. You've seen these people back before. Up, I back up away and go yeah. to like go back to the room with lots of other people. Anywhere else? <laughs> Anywhere else? Yeah. Nick Northcutt uses this key to get on this elevator, and it only goes in one direction. It goes down. It seems to go down for a very long time until it opens up. He takes a big deep breath and he is now inside what appears to be a cavern, like a cave. And there's a lot of electronic devices everywhere. Weird tubes and uh, lighting. It's It's like gases that are being expanded through tubes that light up and illuminate the room. It's very strange some kind of plasma gas is being fed through tubes and it's lighting up this walkway that he's walking down and you see a a huge stone platform that has these tesla coils on all the corners and there a spark of electricity is passing between them and standing there is clayton collins and nick northcutt walks up to him says i didn't finish that chapter I didn't have enough time to um, to really read it and ingest it but I don't think I have to I think I know that this is what's right for me I'm willing to do this and Clayton Collins says I know you've been very hesitant about receiving these gifts but I assure you that they're going to help you reach people with our message and Nick Northcutt unzips his leather jacket he's got a sleeveless black tank top that says motorhead across the chest and he removes his like he's got one of those chain wallet links he takes the chain off and sets it to the side his hand pulls back from it because there's a lot of electricity in the air and it sparks him I need you to make a willpower check Lazarus because your poly is starting to enter a field that is making it vibrate at an intense frequency. Eight. You're just going to see enough of this before your poly cuts out. Because we got a wash here. You get a little good, a little bad. Okay? So I'm going to give you a little teaser of what's happening. Nick Northcutt gets up on top of this platform, lays down. Clayton Collins opens up a large book. It looks like it's made of metal paper as strange geometric designs. And it looks not exactly like, but very similar to a book that you have on your person right now. It's smaller. It's less ornate. It maybe only has about 10 pages. 
and he flips it open and at every touch he makes of this, these pages, sparks emit from his fingertips. And he looks at Nick Northcutt and he says, this might hurt a little bit, but I know you can take it. And that's when your poly fizzes out, pops, and like blood drips down your nose. Oh. So I was saying, buddy, I was saying like, look, let's go to this biogenesis stuff and just see what's going on. You know what I mean? And you realize this guy's been talking to you for the last 10 minutes. I said to my wife, we should go. You know what I mean? Oh, you got a little something, a little red going on there, buddy. It's, oh, it's, oh. oh, dear. Yes. I had a cousin. Used to get nosebleeds all the time. He's a good guy. No, I'm so nervous just to be here. It's it's being feels like I'm in the presence of something special here. Hey, you ain't got to be nervous around me, all right? I'm just a regular run-of-the-mill Joe. Oh, no. That, it's so great to have a, a peer to go through this experience with together. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to say you're a really good listener. I mean, I've been sitting here rattling on and on, and you just sat there and listened the whole time. I feel like I'm really connected to you. It's easy to listen when you have so many pearls of wisdom. Man, I knew I found the right place. I'm definitely going to be a member of this church for life because of this conversation we had. (laughs) (laughs) You get a buzz, your cell phone goes off, and it is Jackson. I hope you're on your way. What time is it now? Yeah, he's had an alarm. Uh, It's been 30 minutes. Okay. So it's like 7.30. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 9 o'clock is when I'm supposed to, you know, I get 45 te- here. Technically, like, yeah. Also, I want to say, like, isn't isn't his house, like, farther away? Like, Jackson would know, like, he actually needs to be leaving earlier. But He's trying to get to the warehouse, right? Yeah. Anyway. We're all good. I am actually trying to see if I can figure out. Like, I'm just kind of listening in, trying to see what's going on. I was way more interested in whatever um, Nick's up to, but I'm playing a cool uh, Labyrinth does the the long game. She is not aware of any sort of time sensitivity here. So she's just making her way around and um, seeing if she can actually figure out who Lazarus is. Like, he said he disguised himself. I wonder if I can pick him out. Can I make an awareness test? (laughs) Yeah, make an awareness test. Uh, Yeah. Well, well we can, can I combat it against, uh, yeah. I don't even know what it would be, coordination? Like your, your, um, uh, your willpower, my, I think, would do it. My willpower? I'm, I'm would it be, like, in, here, doesn't he have, like, a, like your power what, what, as a modifier? I have a specialty in performance, in acting, from okay. the school plays. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. That. yeah. Let's go. Nine. Ten. Don't know who it is. Gosh, can't win this kid. Where is he? Okay, okay. You see a blonde-haired little boy. If you saw who was walking in with the gyros, you might have figured it out. She did see somebody standing next to the gyros when she walked in. I might even. I like. But unfortunately, she failed that role. She Mm -hmm. never know. She never put it together herself. You said there's a blonde little boy? Yeah, there's a blonde little boy who's, like, playing by himself, and he has a poly uh, polymorph action figure and a croctopus figure, and he's, like, mashing them against each other. And you, you haven't seen him with, like, a parent or anything. Maybe it's this little kid. I, I actually do go up to him. 
Hey, do you do you like polymorphin croctopus? I love them. Yeah, they're pretty. My cool. parents tried to take these toys away from me when we joined the church, but I won't let them take them away from me. Okay, I think that's your right. There's nothing wrong with polymorphin croctopus. That's what I tried to tell them. I, I guess I get the feeling that this is a place trying to say that we shouldn't depend on heroes. But I don't think that heroes are bad. Neither do I. I think they're the greatest. Especially Polymorph. He's my favorite. Yeah. I'm Gracie. What's your name? He puts down the toys next to his plate of gyro. And he shakes <laughs> your hand. My name is Vincent. Vincent. Nice to meet you. Who are your parents? Are they here? I really shouldn't talk to strangers, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I'm trying to get to know people. I don't know anything about the church, so uh, I just thought I'd go introduce myself, but that's okay. No problem. Uh, you have fun with your action figures. And to you as well. And he runs away laughing. <laughs> All right, Lazarus, what do you want to do? Something weird's going on downstairs. Can you feel, like, that pulse of energy? Like, do I still feel like, oh, there, there's still something, uh... You have a residual feeling of it. Like, all your other yeah. molecules, all your little polys have are vibrating on that frequency that the the other... Yeah. It's kind of quantum uh, entanglement happening. Yeah. But in order to get to that elevator, I would need to get on... Or, yeah, to get past the security guard with, like, a key card. Yeah. To even do it from what I saw. Unless you can come up with a different way of doing it. Yeah. Mainly, he's trying to... He, a, he wants to learn about biogenesis and, like, you know, what what types of what types of things they're interested in doing in the city. So he's kind of, like, talking to people about that kind of stuff. But he is kind of interested if, like, Clayton Collins ever comes up, or especially if he sees a uh, creepy, creepy man that can see through his soul again here. So he's keeping an eye out for those people that he... Uh, would recognize and uh, trying to learn about this cult here. They're all very pleasant people. They're very into are. It. Did anyone touch the side salad? The side salad sits. Uh, well, it's the there was like a cherry tomato. Yeah, it's gone. Oh, okay. but only the cherry tomato's gone. <laughs> yeah, and then like right next to that clamshell filled with salad is like a cucumber that was bitten into. And then put back. But the ranch is also gone. Someone took that and has been dipping. Yeah. You see that somebody has been... You like clearly see somebody who's dipping their gyro and ranch instead of like tzatziki sauce or whatever it is. Sorry to any Greek people if I'm fucking up. Oh, oh, you're sorry for mispronouncing any Greek food. I'm great. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take responsibility for my own ignorance. <laughs> In advance. And not double down on it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know why we're talking about Greek food. All right. Time's ticking. I, I actually asked Doris, who, who brought the euros? I love them. Oh, that would be uh, the man you met with me earlier. Sorry, I was just in the middle of telling these people about my mother or my grandmother Zelda and her uh, film that she did with Walter Lamb. It's one of her favorites. It's called oh. The Lucky Bachelor. We were t- kind of talking about that right now, but let me go ahead and answer your question. No, no. Uh, I like The Lucky Bachelor, but yeah, I will let you talk and that tell was my them all about it. Yep. Mm, all right. 
Was Zelda a big person in The Lucky Bachelor? She was the female lead, yeah. Okay. All right. Which was um, overshadowed by Walter Lamb and his antics, because he's the Lucky Bachelor. Yeah. As, so as she was a happen. bit of a, like, nag. Oh, gotcha. The, the woman that ties him down in the end? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's open-ended. So, so yeah, I go um, I go to Chris and I, or, uh, and I say, hey, do you know where the bathroom is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go to the bathroom? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've been scared all day with a goddamn boa constrictor, so. <laughs> She's not a boa constrictor. Python, whatever. Yes, yes. She can't hurt you. I mean, I guess if you're really mean, she could cut off the circulation to your hand. I don't. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Bathroom's over there. Thank you. I peck him on the cheek and go to the bathroom. Hey. And become invisible. All right, you get invisible in the bathroom, and you come back out invisible. To do what? What are you doing? I go to Richard. Richard, you feel the wind kind of shiver up your spine. (laughs) I blow on the back of your neck. No, you just kept talking about gusts of wind, and that's Mm -hmm. all I can picture now. Is that apparently that's what I do when I come up to people's. I kind of uh, drift back to a corner and kind of sip my drink, uh, you know, in an isolated part of the room as possible. I drift back with him. I kind of flip through my notebook like I might be kind of like reading some of my notes out loud to myself and just kind of like whisper, they're doing something to Nick Northcutt down in the basement. Some sort of ritual or I'm not sure, but... They're, they're using Tesla coils to do something to him. I'm not sure what. I'll see what I can do. I'm going to exit and go to the elevators. And... Yeah. See the security guard stand there and there's a rope, velvet rope, around the set that need to be used to access this down cavern area. That's... Sorry, this is a very odd concept. <laughs> anyway, like... That's a very off-putting thing to me. If I was to come into a place that was supposed to be an open church where all can join in, but not this door. Hey, Gail. With the velvet rope. You leave your yes. commentary at the door on this, okay? <laughs> what do you want to do? I want to. Uh, I'm going to try and annoy the security guard and get him to check some things out. By I keep um, pressing the elevator key. First, the one that's not roped off, but if I can do anything to press or mess with the secured one. I'm just going to go back and forth. You're just like hitting. Yeah. (laughs) Just hitting the up and down button on the other Mm -hmm. elevator. And the security card looks up. Nobody comes out of the elevator. He looks back down at his phone. When it closes, do it again. Closes. He looks back up. Looks around left to right. The fuck? Closes. He stands up this time. Slowly walks over towards the elevator, peeks his head in, sees that there's nobody in it. I'm talking very slowly in case you want to do anything right now. No, One I don't Mississippi, need to. two Mississippi, three Mississippi. He pulls his head out, goes back to his seat. Do it well, again. that was interesting. And I keep doing it. Yep. Until he gets on his walkie-talkie and says, "I think there's a malfunction with the elevator. Okay. I need a maintenance guy over here." Oh, 
10 minutes later, there are three maintenance guys looking at the elevator, <laughs> trying to figure out what exactly, what do you want, Gail? What do you want to I want, here? I basically want them to be completely <laughs> engrossed. Want, I can't read your mind. And I want to see, I want to see if they'll like shut down the elevators or like call the both elevator. Cause usually when you shut down elevators, you have to call them to the ground floor. Okay. And then they stand wide open. Right. And that's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's not going to happen with this other elevator. It doesn't two separate elevators. I know, but do I see a key card on the security guard? No. Zach Lapidus, you get another buzz of your phone. You realize, watching this intense circus of all these elevator maintenance people gathering around the elevator, you've only got maybe 15 minutes left at this party before you need to leave. I start kind of making these awkward gestures, kind of stretching out, trying to see if I... Accidentally can... bump into the library. <laughs> 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 Just doing like some lunges in the corner here. As you're doing that, um, Doris walks by. Excuse me, excuse me, uh, Richard. And she walks by towards the people of the elevator, and she goes, "What's going on with the elevators?" And they're like, "Ma'am, there's a there's an issue with this one. It just keeps dinging. We're not really sure what the what the fuck the problem is." She says, "Is that elevator fine?" And they're like, "It's a separate." scheme like we're not really and she goes okay that's not coming up right and they're like no and she goes okay it's really important that we yeah that's not to be disturbed no we get it it's fine and she starts to walk away and you notice that on her purse is a key card to that elevator i want to take it and so you'll try coordination yeah okay can I also do martial arts? Mm, I don't think martial arts teach okay. pickpocketing. No. Ah, eh, just quick hands is what I was thinking. I said no. I, I understand. I heard you. All right, okay. let's go. I'm gone. I'm done. Uh, it's 13. 13. Yes, I rolled a six again. I love it. Yeah. All the sixes. You get the key card as she's walking away. Pluck it off her purse. Okay. A little handbag. And I did see how it works. What happens? Is gonna, it just sticking it in? No, it, yeah, it's like a, a like a barcode reader. You just scan it in front of it. Yeah. Okay, and I believe to let it read it, I would have to let it. Do I need to you let, have it, be to let seen? it? Well, or no, I mean, no, no, no. The machine will read it. So I'm going to use a determination point to keep it invisible, but flash it up. The elevator opens, and, and all quickly, the guys, the, I, all the guys go, <laughs> like, "Oh like, shit!" What and just I press happened down, and uh, you slide in. Zach, what are you doing? So, can I roll an awareness to see if I was aware that any of this happened? I mean, you definitely saw the elevator you've been wanting to get into open up. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You're, like, overhearing this conversation of the security guard over by the monitors go, I don't know what those people are stopping elevators for. Just tell that lady who kept pressing that button (laughs) to stop pressing the button. (laughs) Yeah, uh... Well, with you already going down, I don't know if there's much I can do uh, other than... I think we're about to split this party uh, unless you're not going to go to Jackson Jones. Yeah, so Richard's going to kind of stand in the corner, uh, kind of acting like he has to pee almost. And he's like, ooh, I have got to go. Ooh, oh boy, do I have to go. Just to see if uh, <laughs> he, like, Labyrinth overhears him because he has no idea where Labyrinth is. Like <laughs> doing bird whistling. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Gotta go. Ooh. Gotta go oh. right now. 
Oh, I have to go. He also ooh, starts ooh. blowing. Oh, and then he realizes that he has her cell phone number. And he's going to text her. I have to go. It's time. <laughs> it's time uh, to meet Jackson. Oh, shoot. Shoot, it's time. Fudge. Yep. Okay. Mm. I gotta go see what this is. I text back. Okay, I'll 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 catch up. I think. So Zach is gonna start cordially making his goodbyes and thanking Doris and uh, yeah. the, the various people he's met. You haven't received a message back from Labyrinth because when she gets to the bottom, her phone fizzles. So you're. Fist bumping people on the way out. Yeah, well, I was fist bumping the little kid that had the polymorph because, you know, yeah, big polymorph fan myself. But Zach is going to leave. Zach leaves. Sorry, Zach. We split the party. Two he missions the at the same time. Oh. Said I wasn't going to split the party, but here we are. Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. The elevator door opens up and you see. I, I forgot to say when I went to the bathroom, I did become Labyrinth. When I went invisible, sorry. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You open up the door, mm-hmm. and you see this cavern full of tubes that look like they're filled with some kind of plasma gas that's that's lighting up deep purples, and it leads down this walkway towards these huge Tesla coils that surround this platform, and you see a man, Clayton Collins. And he's standing over the body of Nick Northcutt, who's not moving. And he's reading from a book. And as he's reading, you realize you have just showed up because a lot of time has passed since this ritual started. You're showing up at the tail end of it. And you see Nick Northcutt's spirit leave his body and absorb into the body of Clayton Collins, a.k.a. Baron Nightcloak. <laughs>